Good morning, I'm Mike Tom. Going to play an incredible story for you this morning now. A heroic story, a miraculous story. It might actually be a little difficult for some people to listen to as well. So just a little bit of a heads up right now for you. Uh, it does involve a near drowning on Lake Winnipeg over this past weekend. Blake Morden was enjoying a quiet Saturday afternoon at his cottage uh, when an acquaintance from the area came and told them, Two kids on an inflatable had been pushed out from Grand Beach and were drifting further and further out from shore. It was a dangerous situation. Uh, Aaron, the acquaintance, helped Blake Morton grab his kayak and head out into the water to try and help those people. It was a big, windy day out on Lake Winnipeg. Huge waves, 30 kilometer an hour winds. Blake fought and fought and fought to get to those people on the inflatable and Here's what Blake found when he got out there. Well, I was told there was two kids on inflatables. When I got there, I realized there was a kid and an adult. So I am an ex-lifeguard, and I have been in this situation, unfortunately, many times before. This is not my first rescue and not my first water rescue and not my first dangerous situation. So the one thing that you do is called situational awareness. And uh, when I took a peek at the kid, just a small girl, very skinny, very blue, crying and telling me she was cold and scared. So... I just told her I would save her, and I turned to the man in the water who I was not expecting to see an adult. I was expecting to see two kids, and there was a man up to, up to his neck in the water looking at me. And uh, this is going to sound horrible. But uh, I threw the rope to him, and I told him not to tie on. I didn't think I'd ever get him back. Yeah. I looked at, at the shore. I looked at where we were. I know the lake very well. I kayak it all the time. I looked at him and I thought, I'm never getting him back. But I actually thought it was the father. And uh, I thought I, you know, I thought he was going to have to be sacrificed so I could save the girl. All that was in my mind was saving the girl. That's why I want the story to be told. In the rope, and I told him he can't tie on. I screamed at him, don't tie on. I never said another word to him. He just said, I understand. A really difficult situation, and it has an amazing ending, but again, it is a difficult story. We're going to hear more from Blake and what happened out on Lake Winnipeg coming up. Luke Nielsen and all that I have on CHVN. Good morning, I'm Mike Tom. We're talking with Blake Morden. He took part in a rescue on Lake Winnipeg this weekend. He used his kayak to help rescue a young child and another man who had swam out to save this child that got pushed out in heavy winds on an inflatable. Uh, there was also another person involved that rescued another child earlier on. Her name was Cynthia. The man that Blake found out on the inflatable with this girl, his name was Jason. Blake says Blake is not a hero. Jason is. He was the hero. He was the guy that swam out with every risk to himself. By the time I got to him, he was already in the water 20 or 30 minutes. That water is burning cold. It's not cold. It's burning cold. So I knew going over right away that they'd been in there in the water for 20 minutes. I didn't think that I was really going to come across live people, to tell you the truth. And then I made the decision that I was going to probably have to just let this man go. His daughter is a horrible situation, my friend. And that's why I'm not the hero. A horrible situation with an amazing... And a miraculous ending, though. More of that coming up after your 7.30 news and sports. It's 12 degrees in downtown Winnipeg right now. High today of 25. 
Good morning. I'm Mike Tom talking with Blake Morden uh, today. He was part of a rescue on Lake Winnipeg over the weekend. He says two other people are the re- real heroes, though. He only knows their first names. A woman named Cynthia saved uh, one child blowing out on Lake Winnipeg on an inflatable raft and brought her back to shore. A man named Jason reached the other child even further out and was unable to swim back. Blake pulled them back on their kayak, uh, on Blake's kayak. And Blake, like you're fighting 30 kilometer an hour winds, huge waves on Lake Winnipeg out in the open water. Somehow you got back to shore. How did you do it? What was that like? When I got to shore, I'm not even sure how I did it, my friend, because uh, I'm in good shape. I'm an excellent kayaker, but pulling a sea anchor with a kayak on a kayak is almost impossible. The only motor you have in a kayak is yourself. And remember, I just told you, I, I'd been out there for three and a half hours in the waves just enjoying myself and having a great time. I, I went out there on a quarter tank of gas. And by the time I got to them, I was on an empty tank of gas. So when I turned around and started heading back to shore, I just started counting repetitions in my mind and listening to them sing behind me. And he was trying to comfort her by singing. And when she stopped singing, I, uh, I got a surge of energy, but I was still so far out that the surge only lasted five or ten minutes, and then my back started to cramp, and my legs started to twitch, and it kind of went numb, and, and I don't remember. Now, I know, Blake, you say continually, you're not the hero, Jason's the hero, Cynthia's the hero, um, but I'm wondering, to to me, you're a hero, but I know you don't, you, this is, you want Jason and Cynthia's heroics to be known, whoever they are. Uh, how are you doing now, though, Blake? Well, you know what? I, I, I still have such a heavy heart with grief because I was willing to let this man be the collateral damage to save his daughter because I thought every man would die for their daughter. I would die for my daughter. I would die for her. I would die because of her. I would die with her. I would, you, know, you know what I mean? So I just assumed that that was a sacrifice he'd have to make because I only thought that I could get one back. But I basically blacked out while paddling. It's so incredible, Blake, and not to like downplay what you did and what Jason did and what Cynthia did, but to me, sure sounds like it's pretty miraculous. There was a higher power at work, you know. It wasn't me. It couldn't have been me. I couldn't. I couldn't do it again, Mason. Twelve thoughts. Like luckily, somebody, something, somehow. Uh, I'm not. I'm spiritual, maybe, but not religious per se. My mother sure has strong feelings about how. Those two people got to shore. Well, I do too, Blake, and happy to tell you more about that sometime. But Blake, just, I know, again, you're saying you're not the hero, but thank you for sharing this story with us. Thank you for what you did. And we know this about Jason and Cynthia. They are corrections officers. That's all we know. But if you know them, reach out to them, check in on them, see how they're doing, and just say thank you for your brave and heroic actions. This story is going up on the website. I'll hopefully be done in five or ten minutes here. You'll find it at chvnradio.com. Be in prayer for everybody involved. It's a miraculous situation. That's a very traumatic situation as well. You could hear it in in Blake, how much uh, he's still struggling with even the thoughts that he had. He's beating himself up. So let's pray for Blake. Pray for Jason, pray for Cynthia, pray for those two young kids and their families. It was such a happy ending, but still a lot to go through. So take a moment and pray right now, would you?